As you may be aware, Herat province in the western region was struck by three earthquakes over the past 10 days, all registering 6.3 magnitude on the Richter scale. This is not an area that typically experienced earthquakes in Afghanistan. And I think, you know, in terms of preparedness, probably communities there were a bit taken aback by events. In terms of the humanitarian impact of the earthquakes so far, the information that we've got from our assessments that we've completed is about 66,300 people directly impacted across six primary districts. There have sadly been just shy of 1,500 people killed um, and around 2,000 injured. The majority of those um, killed and injured were actually killed and injured in the first earthquake that took place on the 7th of October, after which many people left their homes and actually residing outside in either makeshift or temporary shelters as well, out of fear that there may be additional aftershocks and their houses may collapse. I was going to say it's a very worrying situation. And what's the most immediate humanitarian priority for you guys out there? So, so typically, you know, after an earthquake, the, the three immediate priorities are emergency shelter, you know, water and food. Certainly, so far, we've got reports of more than 3,700 homes completely destroyed, around 5,000 homes that have been severely damaged. And then there are upwards of, of 2,600 homes that have sustained some kind of damage. So this is affecting you know, several thousand families in fairly remote, impoverished communities as well. We have one district that's particularly badly impacted. It accounts for about 40% of those people who've been affected so far. Um, and the priority really is to ensure that these families and, and communities have some protection from the elements, uh, especially with winter fast approaching. I was about to ask you about the winter season coming, what's being put in place to help people and how do you actually manage to get out there because these villages are very remote? In terms of the shelter requirements, obviously the immediate priority is to ensure that people are not residing out in the open completely um, and they have some kind of protection. So in the first instance, we are providing families with emergency tents. But the reality is, is that we'll only be able to withstand them for so long. As well, we will have to move them into some kind of transitional shelter, normally a sort of prefabricated kind of module that is a bit more like a temporary structure. And that's really the priority over the course of the next few weeks and mo moving into November and then December when temperatures will drop probably quite sharply. Um, in terms of our ability to access the affected area, I mean, Herat is a, is a major hub um, for humanitarian partners in Afghanistan. So we do already have um, many partners already on the ground in situ and, and there are many more that have deployed also. Um, fortunately, we don't seem to have experienced um, too much structural damage to roads either. So these communities are accessible, but it still takes several hours to reach them from Herat City. You were mentioning that things will change come December. I mean, what, what will happen then in terms of providing shelter? Well, it, we will still provide them shelter even with winter, um, you know, upon us. We have already distributed several thousand tents and more will be distributed today as well. But of course, we're not going to be able to keep people in tents forever. And already families are telling us they want to rebuild their homes as well. And you may have heard the humanitarian coordinator earlier today speak about the need to already start looking at a longer term plan to help these families recover their homes and their belongings and their livelihoods, because obviously we're in immediate response, but we're not able to provide all of their you know, overall needs over the course of time. So is it possible to help them rebuild their homes? 
Yes, I mean, it will be. I mean, if you look at the earthquake response took place last year in the southeastern region as well, and this was an even more remote area than what we're looking at now, homes have been rebuilt. Um, the question is not whether they will be rebuilt. I guess it's more about who does that within the community that exists in Afghanistan, whether it's the humanitarian community or whether it's the basic human needs partners as well. So we are liaising with our, our colleagues in respective agencies and NGOs to ensure that we have a transition plan in place as well. And what about children and and other vulnerable groups? Quite a lot of schools have been impacted. There have been several schools that have been impacted. There have also been several health facilities that have been damaged, and even the Herat Regional Hospital has also sustained some damage. So we are actually currently supporting in a building assessment as well to ensure that that building remains safe. We are looking at also reinforcing that structure as well with maybe a a temporary tent as well in which medical services be provided in the event that it isn't possible for people to remain inside the hospital. In terms of schools, the priority is to look at alternative temporary learning centres for children and alternative classrooms, community-based type education as well. I mean, we already have several million children outside of, out of school in Afghanistan as well, and, and many types of education are being provided as well by humanitarian partners outside of the sort of formal um, school structure. So, you know, we are well equipped in that regard to support, but obviously we do need additional resources to be able to do that. And what message would you like to pass on to the international community and and donors that can help and give support in this situation? Several member states and donors have already stepped up and provided some immediate funding, which is greatly welcomed, both to the sort of UN Central Emergency Reserve Fund, but also and also to our Afghanistan Humanitarian Fund in country. And many partners have also received some bilateral donations. But yesterday we launched a earthquake response plan outlining our requirements to meet the needs of the priority affected population over the course of winter so up until March next year. And of course, we're able to provide populations with the assistance they need insofar as we have the resources and the supplies to do so. And there, we're already using existing stock that we have in country of tents, for example, and medical supplies and medicines, and also of wash kits and hygiene kits and FI kits, and those will need to be replenished also as well. So the response plan that we launched yesterday has requirements of 93.6 million. And of course, we're calling on and we're asking for the inter-community not to forget Afghanistan. Obviously, needs are very high at the moment globally, but we have certainly been heartened by the significant support that has been given to Afghanistan over the past two years. And of course, continue to ask donors to remember Afghanistan when they are considering pledges in the future.